de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, welcome back to De Colores Radio. Long time no see. Talk, yeah, listen, yeah. hear. This is episode 11. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is the always wonderful Rafael Tamayo. <laughs> Keep going. I want to see how long you can go. No. You're like, King Kong. I don't know what the hell that was. I don't, I don't know Anyways, how are you doing? There's a lot that's happened. What have you been up to? Uh, oh, my gato. <laughs> what? I get mad. It's always one cat. I'm a yes. plural cat person. I know. Oh, my gatos. I'm I'm a lonely, lonely kind Sa of guy. Okay, you getting a little too sad. <laughs> It's a different kind of issue we're talking now. Jeez, there's been so much going on. There has. And so. it's not even just, like, societal issues. I feel like everybody's personally struggling in some way. Yeah. And so it's just overwhelming. Yes, overwhelming. Um, so. Yeah, I'm alive. So that will count for something. That is very important. We should celebrate that always. Because yes. sometimes it's hard to understand that, but it's a good thing. We're, we're all rocking. So I'm going to ask you something <clears throat> really serious. Oh, I don't know. Uh, we're going to get real know. serious off top. I don't know if I'm ready. Like. Okay. It's time for us to, to really give you all an insight into our personal energy. Okay. All right. Into how we are really feeling right now. Into the reality of our soul. I have to say soul like that. It's in my contract. I thought you were saying soul like the beer. Soul. Ah, oh, no. I don't even drink that, so sorry. Sorry. Uh, that's right. We're translating. <laughs> Damn it. You ruined my bit. That's right. We're translating our feelings into the best way we know how. Memes. Yippee. It's time for me mood. Give it yes. to us. Well, I had several meme moods. Okay. I feel like, can you have split meme personalities? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like eight that. moods at once at I'm, all times. I'm, a, I'm borderline. Stop. Yeah, me <laughs> You're not bringing yes. up actual I'm like <laughs> issues, mental health. I feel like, what if that becomes like a, you know, a condition in the future? Like, you know, you're talking that is to your so therapist. Millennial. Like been, yes. You, uh, I've multiple been diagnosed meme with multiple meme personality disorder. disorders. Stop. Yeah. This is so dumb. So. <laughs> Anyways, tell us your multiple meme personality so disorders. So I had several, but I've narrowed it down to something that I will hope will uplift me. And so Aww. aside from all of the human conflict that we've kind of imposed on ourselves, and I don't mean that to take full responsibility of some of the stuff that's happened but more so on the people that wish to put evil out into this world aside from that there's mm -hmm. been a lot of stuff that we can't control that has happened that has really tested like our compassion and and you know our reason for for our living heart. yeah our hearts yeah. um so my meme is of the Children of undocumented parents <laughs> forming a chain along the border. Oh, Lord have Singing mercy. Cielito Lindo. Okay, we can end the show there. That's the end I of the show. I cried. We're all going to cry now. Let's, let's I cried. Cry yeah, so. Well, shit on my me mood because <laughs> that's because beautiful. Because mine's Bodak Yellow. I know, honestly. Number one. Um, well, that's beautiful. I, um... 
I feel that. Definitely not where my meme mood is because I'm a true millennial that my memes just describe what I wish I was, even though I'm, like, sad and whatever. My meme mood is of um, a woman in a club. And she is singing. She is singing what is now the number one song in the country. Eva, I, I guess your meme mood. Yes, that's literally it. Is the <laughs> You're lying right now. <laughs> no, I'm dead is- ass. I swore you knew this. Oh, my God. Oh my God no. I, did, I came in here late. Get out. I know you mentioned, we mentioned it, but I. Okay, okay, okay. So my me mood is this lady, all power to her, going off on her man in the club, like, like every word to Bodak Yellow. <laughs> and my me mood is that because the person she's talking to is not my man's, but rather the White House. That's how I look at it. So I'm replacing it. But she's going off on him. We will yeah. post this video. She's going for like two minutes straight, yes. not stopping. Uh, power to that fella because he's just standing Yo, there taking it. For real though, I, brother, I don't know what you did. <laughs> you fucked but up. You, you fucked up. And, and the other part is, you know you fucked up. You are. You just sitting, sitting there sipping his it. drink. <laughs> Dang. But power to her because obviously she had every reason to be going off on him. And I want to be her. That's what I wish my me mood was. Yeah. But that is my mean mood towards the White House. Absolutely. So there's our mean moods for today. As we already briefly mentioned, everyone knows there has been continuous devastation after devastation. Hell, I think we even had to take a break last week. We usually have an episode out every other week, but everything has been so overwhelming and I haven't even been feeling well myself. But I just want to remind everyone to keep going. Take care of yourself. These are hard times. These are historical times. This is the time for us to take a look at ourselves and do better and be better. But last episode was really great. It was. I was like, oh, I like this. Yes. I'm feeling this. I think I got inspired from that episode. I was inspired, too. My girl, Erika Chilome, is amazing. And I I know a lot of people really enjoyed that episode. So we're thankful for her coming out and... um, kind of cool when you're like a part of something and then you're like i can listen to this and also be inspired which is yeah. really neat i talked about those moments in your life where you reflect and right you, and you talk about impact mm-hmm. i think that was very impactful in the decolotus movement <laughs> i agree a hundred percent i'm crying right now Todavía. yeah oh my gosh okay so guess what what is it Oh my gosh, I almost burped. Sorry. We're in the you, midst you of. Lit. <laughs> Eva, you lit right now. I'm only a little lit, but I haven't messed up or slurred my words, so I think oh, I'm doing great. I'm a lot of lit. That's why I said that. A lot of lit. Yeah. Um, we are in the midst of what is called Hispanic Heritage Month. What? Yas. What's so I say yas not because of the term Hispanic, because still fuck that term in 2017, whatever. But because we get to celebrate ourselves and we should celebrate ourselves. And this country likes to pretend that they weren't like whatever, like we weren't here and we don't belong here, whatever. But we have an opportunity to celebrate ourselves and we should. So I personally prefer it to be called Latinx Heritage Month. I don't know if we can make this a movement, change it, talk to the government right quick. There's got to be a petition. There has to be something. If not, we can make it. Send us that link. Um, But. Um, hola, mi gente. Celebrate yourself. I know we're going through a hard time, especially in Mexico and Puerto Rico and the Caribbean, but we will get through it. We will share links to help donate later. Is there anything else before we get into our first segment? Um, no. Nada. 
<laughs> I mean, I feel like there's so much. There's we so much. We should just jump in. Hours. Yeah. That's true. De colores day. We just stay here for 24 hours. Yeah, Anyways. Uh, all right. De so colores it's news. Stop. That would be so bad. Can yeah, you imagine? Yeah. I'm like, fuck him next. <laughs> That's the whole. We found out that the leader of our country is a piece of shit. De colores news. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole like hour news cycle. Anyways, so it's officially time for El Hugo, the juice. We have a lot to cover since we're going to cover some things that occurred last week when we should have done this episode. Um, So first and foremost, we know that you all know about the tragedies that have occurred and and continue to occur um, in Mexico and Puerto Rico predominantly, but also there are, like I mentioned, other areas in the Caribbean that were affected that we should also be paying attention to. Um, I think, again, that was shortly after we recorded the last episode, maybe, that the first one happened. Mm. And then there was a second one that happened just a few days ago in Mexico. And then there's all these hurricanes that are occurring. And it's like, damn, we haven't recovered from Harvey. And now we have to, like basically swallow all this other shit happening and 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 it's getting really tough because again we wonder if we're becoming insensitive to this because we're accepting it as a norm on top of all the other bullshit that's happening in this country in this world and it's not just these countries that are affected there's lots of other terrible things happening in the world and i remember erica kind of brought that up and said hey it's not just this place or that place there's a lot of people dying in different parts of the nation just on the regular so we definitely um need to remember to keep all these places in mind uh some places we can donate to a fundraiser for puerto rico.com you already know fuck donald trump but truly fuck donald trump because he's not even paying attention to puerto rico and just barely kind of discussed it and instead was focusing on other dumb issues so fuck donald trump all the way he obviously doesn't have our best interests in mind puerto puerto ricans puerto ricans puerto ricans i'm saying it in english and spanish at the same time puerto ricans are citizens in case you didn't know newsflash they're citizens so the fact that this is a u.s territory and that's a whole nother fucking complex we need to discuss the fact that they are not even getting attention is bullshit and it's terrible so we need to help our puerto rican brothers and sisters out um because i know there's so much and it's all overwhelming but we need to take care of them uh so there's a fundraiser for puerto rico.com maria.org that sounds like my mom just made it up um hispanic federation.org slash donate we will post all these links uh publicly uh yes yes instagram live fuck that puto for sure uh (laughs) Mexico donate.omaze.com slash Mexico. That's uh, Gael Garcia and um, Diego, Luna. Diego Luna. Pat, calm down. Um, <laughs> their website well, for, for, them, for them raising money for Mexico. Um, I know it's really unfortunate. Don't feel helpless. We can donate, and that really is our, our uh, quick way to help our countries and other countries and just really – let them know that we're here for them. I know there's so much going on and it's hard to feel positive about all this and, and to feel like the world's not ending, but I think we can keep going. So 
into some local news. I was heartbroken about this when I saw this link. Shout out to Priest. I saw it on his Facebook, but I was like, what the fuck? I don't really listen to the radio that much. I'm one of those yeah. millennials oh, where yeah, I'm like. Priest TD. Shout out to the homies. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> he um, posted a link and it said basically rest in peace, Boom 94.5. I fucking love Boom 94.5, so I was sad as shit because I don't listen to the radio, but when I do, it was to Boom 94.5. Like, why wouldn't I? I want to listen to hip-hop all day long. Yeah. And then the other the other thing, too, <clears throat> I, I don't mean to interrupt, but DJ Menace, Aww. like, he, he he came in to the city and held it down. I don't Aww. know if you've heard this. I don't, know, I don't know this, like, history. Yeah, follow up on DJ Menace because he's a dope DJ, but this dude can rap. Yeah. And this dude gets co-signs from some of the heavy hitters in the game. Like me. He just put out an album. <laughs> That's not my unofficial who you got. And we still got that rap battle with you, Eva. Okay, whatever. So, uh -huh, I was just kidding. But yeah, so DJ Menace, make sure you peep his bars because the homie got flow. I like made him. I'm like, hello, sir. I was told to peep your bars. <laughs> yeah, excuse, uh, Mr. excuse me. Mr. Just Menace, one, one bar, please. Just one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm a little bit sad because it's our, it was only here for like maybe two years, oh, like maybe a year and a half. Like it was very little time. I know it was when I was still in college and now it's gone. And so I'm sad because it was like our golden hip hop radio station. So yeah. it was just always bumping. Um, I want to do a quick recap. I know this has been over for a couple weeks, a oh, couple weeks now. Insecure. We haven't discussed this, Rafa. We haven't. How did you feel? felt some type of way good type of way bad type of way way type of way you know upon further reflection stop you sound like you're writing like a fucking oh, yeah. essay for school did you not read my op-ed on insecure get out i'm kidding no but i think looking back now i'm happy that i'm able to have this emotional dilemma about how i feel did you feel that it was a well done episode yes you did i did i didn't um i wasn't happy with it and so that's one of the biggest dilemmas that I have with some of the things that I see, watch, or experience is, mm -hmm. am I walking away with what I wanted to happen, or am I walking away taking what what was presented to me by this wonderful team of artists? Mira, mira. And so I appreciate it for what it is, and I'm like, oh, why did you do that? And I'm so angry at some of the stuff that happened, but I'm like, oh, snap. I'm so invested in such a creative show, and I've... Like, I've bought in, and I'm they're, they're taking me on this ride, so I'm going to trust that they know what they're doing, obviously. I was just a little disappointed with the overall structure of the final episode. I liked what they were going for, but something felt like it was missing, and I don't mean just content-wise. I mean as in the whole production. Um, I don't know. It felt It felt off. It felt like something wasn't there or they were trying for too much and it was just missing out a little bit um still a great show i definitely cried um the kitchen lot. scene 100 percent. that kitchen scene alone deserves an emmy that by itself is great a television i didn't cry because i don't cry but you're right <sighs> whatever um so the thing i wanted to bring up about insecure the reason i was still down to talk about it is about the principal situation I felt weird about it. I kind of had been waiting to talk about it until the end just because I wanted to see what all they were doing with that. Um, the principal being very, like, anti-Latinos yeah. or anti-Mexican was weird, yeah. but it's not unrealistic. Yeah. Um, I don't think I liked what they did with it because they didn't do anything. They just yeah. said, yo, Issa, you're in trouble. 
and that was it. And so I'm like, yeah. are they going to take that on to the next season? Because that's not a storyline y'all delved out that much that could follow yeah. into the next season. So it just felt like some weird anti-Latino energy. Yeah. And it was it's like, where y'all going with this? Because these kind of relationships exist. When you live in yeah, a white no, patriarchal sure. society, those sentiments are going to come off, even if you are a person of color, the same way anti-blackness comes off, if you're a Mexican or whatever. But at the same time, I was like, all right, East, where are we going with this? What are we doing? And I thought she was going to do something with that Latino character she had for like yeah. a hot minute, but nothing happened there either. So then the I was that, like... The one that she saw on the bus... Right, and yeah, she was yeah. trying to no, not just the kid, but the guy she was messing around with. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, was like, I'm of, seeing yeah. this, but it's like <coughs> the part of California you're in, you're gonna get both of those people predominantly. Yeah. So they should be there, but you gotta give us something with it. You can't just say, yeah, they're kind of racist too. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you could. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's just no, me hoping for you. too much. No, 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 no. I agree with you, but I think with that combined with the student and combined with the dynamic that was created at the school, right? It definitely needed. Like, I mean, obviously, as a as a Latino audience member, you felt like it deserved. I it felt did, like and it maybe I'm just sad because yeah. I am a Latino audience member, and I'm like, what are you gonna do with this? What are you gonna do with this? But I was like, is she just no, gonna yeah, get but in trouble for this? That's right. kind of silly. It, no, but honestly, like, even if as you know. If it wasn't that kind of uh, perspective that you're bringing to it, like I think that because it w- they drew on that so much to kind of balance parts of the story, right. that it almost leaves you upset because there's really no resolution to at that. all, you know like I mean? so nothing yeah, whatsoever. What and so that's yeah, where I, I was you. just like, "Damn it, this could have been really powerful." Like we can use this unity if you give it to us in the right way, or we can touch on these things that are necessary to touch on. But you ain't saying anything. Yeah. So, anyways, still enjoyed the show. I obviously still watch. I obviously still love uh, Issa and and the Insecure team. But um, yeah, I was uh, I was uh, hoping for a little bit more. Um, next on our agenda is and something else that happened last week. It's a Emmy recap. I don't know if you watch the Emmys, Rafa. Uh, of course, I DVR'd it. I watch them every night before I go to bed. Shut the fuck up. Every night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming over. I miss them. the next year. I'm really sad because I was wandering with a dear friend named Ari that you will hear from later <laughs> in uh, New me. York. Uh-huh. Um, and I was not glued to a television like I typically am. So I miss the Emmys. Um, Completely. Yes. No DVR? No DVR. I was so we, I was in a sweet like a Jewish family's household with no television. Aww. That's not no. like a Jewish thing. I'm just saying like we had no TV there. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you about the Airbnb, the la 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 Airbnb Ooh. bullshit later. Bullshit. Bullshit. You're not happy with Airbnb? No. I've had stellar experiences with Airbnb. Also same until this experience, which literally like triggered my anxiety and panic attacks, and like I've been dealing with it since. It's really stupid. I know I sound like a lame weak ass bee. But it was weird, and I hated it. So we will talk more about that later. But I missed the Emmys. However, it was great to see history made. I don't know if y'all realize how pathetic it is that there was one, the first ever black woman that that won an Emmy for writing, comedy writing. How the fuck does that happen when we know black women are literally like the funniest people on earth? I saw a tweet that it was like, that, that, that talked about the... The differences in time between when, like, you know, the abolition of slavery, when when um, blacks were allowed to vote and all these other things. And right now in 2017, the first black 
you know, blank is still a thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's fucking pathetic. Yeah. And so people and like there will be variety magazines and this, this, that saying, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Da, da, da. They are so diverse. No, no you, the fuck you're not. Because if you're still having a first, it's not. And yeah. Donald Glover was a first. And all these people yeah. were a first. I'm like, that's pathetic. You're not diverse because you got uh, one. <clears throat> I, why do I know her as Issa? Because she's my girl, Issa. Yeah. They asked her. Um, oh my God! <laughs> they asked All right, her, feel free to chime in already. We're over here talking about I'm blackness. Lit. I'm like, lit. I'm lit on this uh, this limerita. Oh stop! Um, they asked her who you go. Who are you rooting who you for? Gold. And, and she, she said, said, "Say it for us, sorry. Black people. Yeah, she's like yeah. anybody black, yeah. everybody black. I was like, you are everything. Not mad about that. Yeah. It's so stupid, and and that's the thing that like if we were, I say this over and over again because if we were taught how shitty this country was. We would understand, but we're not taught how shitty they are to black people or brown people or native people or whoever. So then we think these people are being outrageous. Yeah. And they're that's not. Why, that's why someone like when when who when when that that boy coach pop Greg Poppy oh talked, he said, we don't even know what being born you don't. white means. You don't because you think it's normal. You think yes. you're, the, you're the prime prime dog. He just needs to go talk to everyone like. He's been trying. Shouts to Pop. So congratulations to all the black and brown artists that won at the Emmys. Emmys, I would like to win one of you one day and, like, maybe be there. But also, like, fuck you for, like, pretending <laughs> that you're so fucking progressive when you're not. Chill the fuck out. Literally, whatever. So quick little topic. My boy, Thick Yay. I am Team Thick Yay. I'm all about him eating his food. Um, don't fat shame my mans. Y'all know I'm not skinny, so don't be fat shaming. Even though he like supported Trump for five minutes, we're not gonna talk about that. But <laughs> no need to fat shame. If he's happy, that's what matters. It's hard times. We all eating too many Kit Kats. I get it. It's fine. They're so good though. They are good. I'm I very pro Kit Kat. Like those crisp wafers. I have you ever frozen a Kit Kat bar? Can you stop right Freeze now? Freeze Oreos though. <laughs> Ooh. Freeze Oreos. I never tried that. Freeze Oreo. And you just eat it after? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Okay, Mita. Well, <laughs> so, Thick Yay, we're now talking about Oreos, but shouts to Thick Yay, because Thick Life is the best life. I don't know what the fuck I'm going with this. I'm just kidding. Thin Life is great. Just live your life, okay? Um, <laughs> so, this topic is too much, honestly and truly. Um, cheers. Um... Oh, my God. We have Instagram Live going, and I'm getting so distracted. Hello, Instagram I Live. I yeah. love you all. I'm sorry. I'm, like, they not They love focusing. you, too. They're all shouting you Who out. Who is it? Hi. I love you. Yeah. I wish I could look. Jid the Kid just said, freeze Twix. Freeze Twix? <laughs> oh, sh I can't. I got Suzy a weird experience with Twix because. Wait a minute. Do we need to delve into why? It ain't why? about me. It ain't oh, about. Okay. It, stop. You're being you nasty. Seems like I had a weird experience with Twix. I don't even want to know what you were thinking because that sounds I horrible. <laughs> Basically, I had a party my sophomore year and somebody got messed up and Ew, puked Twix. So because I got. Exactly. It was horrible and I haven't been able to, been able to eat Twix. I had a, I had a, I had a cell phone. It him. was so awful, so that's why that's I can't do Twix met. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the first time y'all met was during her Twix. First time me yeah, not me. It was some little boy. Oh. He looked like he was ten. Some I was like, "Why are you at like this party, baby?" Up all over her 
her restroom. So it was horrible. It was so <laughs> awful. It was all over my bathroom, and I'm a neat freak, so I was like traumatized. Traumatized. I couldn't eat Twix for like two years. What's good, Perla? What's everybody saying? Might as well say hello to everybody yeah, since hi to we're everyone. on here. Shout out Big Nuke, hi. holding up the fist. Susie's going to freeze the Twix, right, eventually? Susie, Simply my B4, sister, shout out you. What's good, popping? Who else? Sass me, Arts Magnet. Shout out to Booker uh, T. Washington High School for the performing Go Pegasi. Sorry. Pegasi. Sorry for this little... Uh, yeah, you've interrupted <laughs> my whole show. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. This uh, this Instagram live, I mean, uh, we got to support we gotta our supporters. Love. Yeah, thanks to Absolutely. everybody showing love. We, we're probably going to end the Instagram live soon, though, so we can get back to the show. Because if not, you're going to have the whole episode the and you won't listen. But thank you for following us. We love you. And hopefully we'll see you at the next... The Colores event, which is next Friday, October 6th. So I need I need my boy Rafa's full attention for this next topic. What's going to happen? What do you mean? Now you're scaring What's me. What's going to happen? It's just a topic that I need all your all your attention. I'm, I'm here 100% now, and now I'm, like, super nervous. Thank you. You should be. So, <laughs> shut up. Um, this topic really blew up in the last week which is really fascinating to me fascinating is an interesting word it is because if you've been riding with the movement you know this has been happening and the fact that it took like old grumpy white dude in the office to say Uh, something uh, for it to really kind of be noticed in a way other (coughs) than super negative um, is crazy. Again, Ari, feel free to jump in. Okay, so it started from my understanding with 45 basically at a rally, which why are you rallying? We don't want you. Stop fucking rallying. Just stop. He, he, Anyways. He dug into his 2020 campaign funds. Already. Already. And they're like, We don't well, even want you. We already know you're guilty. Fine. What are you doing? <laughs> they were like, well, technically, it's it's not, like, the right thing to do, but it's not illegal. Like, that's the justification It's now? fucked up. They Whatever. justify him in every okay. way possible. Basically, he said that the NFL owners should be firing any son of a bitch that is kneeling. That's a quote. That is a quote from the president of the United States. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Do you know how little respect he has for this entire country, for that office, for everything? He's a beyond an embarrassment at that point. And just using that phrase and and the White House defending you is such bullshit in you general. Imagine if Obama Can said you literally when bitch. I say Obama couldn't wear mm. pants, he couldn't wear pants, y'all. He got in trouble for wearing he pants. He couldn't wear a tan suit. He couldn't wear a suit. Like that's the kind bitch, of shit they were. Like, we were picking on him for that, and this the guy president says president of this the shit. United States of America is being bleeped out because of his word choice. He's tweeting. Why are you tweeting? I, it's what are you doing? Like it's so nuts. Yeah, it's nuts because this country is showing its true colors. Which that part of it, I appreciate. You know why? Because this shit was a long time coming. It's a long time coming, and guess what? This country created that monster. Yeah, they did. Yeah, whether you want to believe it or not. Yeah, and so th- yeah, you're right. We're we're now dealing with what has been in the shadows exactly for, for, for a good time. So that's where I'm like, yeah, it fucking sucks. But guess what? It was a long time yeah. coming because nobody was addressing racism. People thought slavery was okay. We thought all this shit was fine, 
Yeah. We Obama still was think, elected and they're like, oh, we're fine. Right. We're still sending people in the masses of color to prison. All this shit is tied up. <clears throat> it works together. So we know y'all know we like Kaepernick. We've been we've been rooting for him on this show from the beginning and saying that man should be playing his sport, which is in the NFL, obviously. Right, right. He should not be jobless, but he is. And now he he's the 45 calling people sons of bitches. Now y'all want to hop on board? It was fine when y'all's yeah. owner said everybody was shitty and didn't want to hire him. But now, okay, y'all are all shitty for one. Yeah. You're a little bit shitty at very least. It's, it's crazy to think of all of the layers that come with this. Because there is so much to talk about. So much, so much. Because so, it's also the NBA now is involved. Yeah. Because no, yeah. Steph Curry was like, "Fuck nah, we don't want to yeah. go over there." He LeBron, didn't say "fuck nah," LeBron but I did. Him, you bum. And it, yeah, that was so funny though. Like saying his name. LeBron was like, "You oh, okay. bum." Yeah. So Steph was like, "I ain't going." And then Forty Five got grumpy and was like, "Oh my god, you're not invited." Which yeah. I loved all those okay. memes. Yeah. They were like, "How are you gonna uninvite somebody that didn't want to like, go?" He tried to tell me I wasn't invited, but I wasn't even going. Yeah, go. it's like okay. Did I'm you hear though that that uh, Democrat leader party leaders invited Steph and the the Warriors to, to DC where? anyway? Well, DC, the mayor, the do you remember I read you the letter that he? Wait, you gonna put me on blast on the podcast? I think that's what it was. Wasn't you gonna it? put me on blast? You gonna okay, late pass? Okay, Pat, are you pro the colores or not? <laughs> there was that letter that I read out to you, wasn't it? That was yeah, no, but I'm saying like party leaders gathered and said, oh. "Well, if the president isn't inviting y'all, you know, to the White House, we're inviting that's y'all cute. to DC." That's and so, I mean, it's it's that's cute like or whatever, nowadays, but y'all gonna yeah, fix right, uh, no, no, systemic no, no, racism though. No, for real though, but that's what I mean, like by the layers and the layers of this thing, right? And so. Like people and, and people are still upset on the opposite side of of the conversation, but it's like, well, you've got what you wanted. Now what? And it's like, no, that's not what it's about. Like, people right? Are, uh, you have to understand, people died to fight for rights that were guaranteed Literally by the since constitution the start of, of this, this country. country. Exactly, and we're still having conversations about what the constitutionality of actions are, and people are upset, thinking that a protest is something that it isn't. So there's so much, like, mixed communications. There's so much BS going on. It's ridiculous to think that we're having this type of conversation rather than a more constructive one about how we can all just peacefully live together. Right, and and that's what sucks also, though, is that all this is coming up even more. Because the thing is, this isn't against Trump. When Kaepernick was starting this, this wasn't anti-Trump. This was about, hey... This is institutional. Right, this is institutional racism. This is police brutality. This is Black Lives Matter. That's what he was kneeling for. He wasn't kneeling against Trump. He started this in the Obama presidency. And if we were going to have this conversation and really make it progressive, it would have been during Obama's presidency. But it didn't happen. So now it's blowing over in Trump's. Y'all really think Trump was going to give a fuck? No, he wasn't. He's going to turn it and flip it. And now he's got the country going up in flames over fucking football. Yeah. So that's what he does. He He loves that divisiveness. He loves just fucking stirring the pot and creating a fire because it's attention for him. So that timeline started. So it was Steph. uh, So he said sons of bitches and Steph Curry. Then LeBron got involved. So then the NBA is pissed off. And obviously, like Adam Silver and the NBA have been kind of saying, use your voices, NBA. We support you, whatever. NFL, not so much. All those owners, piece of shit. Kaepernick's not playing like that's how it's going. So then, boom. Sunday, everybody's like, what's going to happen? Who's going to do what? And so we're all like, oh, shit. My bitch ass was like, 
I don't think the Cowboys ain't gonna do shit <laughs> because Jerry. All the quotes we originally got were that Jerry's very anti this. Jerry, let me. Ooh, hold on, bitch. Yeah, Whew. take a breath. <sighs> Jerry motherfucking Jones. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> I'm lit, y'all. We got some cheap ass drinks today, so uh, I gotta go to work tomorrow. She I need to chill out. Jerry motherfucking Jones, you donated to the Trump campaign, so don't pretend you're all woke and progressive and blah, blah, blah. No, fuck that shit. You donated to Jerry Jones knowing good and goddamn well your city of Dallas runs on Mexicans. I'm sorry. We run this shit because we are literally feeding your people, cleaning your places, doing all your bullshit, and you're really going to fucking pretend like that's okay, like we ain't going to notice that. So I was expecting the Cowboys to do squat nothing because they have been doing nothing even des Bryant's bitch ass said some stupid shit against it so i wasn't expecting anything of course it was a monday game so it was like the tension was building sunday we see all these people jerry does has to be you know big loud and and, and right show yeah yeah. so sunday of course we had (laughs) a lot of people kneeling and so that was really interesting to see because it was like oh finally y'all are finally gonna get on board that's cool i'm glad good for you there was even a guy stretching on the sidelines which was kind of funny (laughs) so i was like oh my god this is hilarious so i was like okay like let's see where this is going and i know kind of everybody i know was kind of waiting in anticipation like what's dallas gonna do oh god oh god america's team and and so some people i saw were like oh they're not gonna do anything it's america's team they know better i made that accent because that's probably the people saying it (laughs) that was me (laughs) shut up you didn't think they were gonna do anything I, I didn't think they were going to do anything. See, um, I didn't either. But see, but then, and then that's the other thing too. So when, when it came to the, when I read that they were going to do something, I was like, well, this has me rethinking this. Right. And so I understood Jerry Jones and I understand what kind of owner he is. As Money much owner. as I am a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan, I understand who Jerry Jones is. Right. And so at the end of the day, I still follow the money and I know what it is. Like I'm not gonna pretend like I live in a country where the the owner of my favorite team doesn't support right. Donald Trump. He's like, oh. But I will say that I what I took from it is that we've gotten so far into Donald Trump's BS that so many people have started to say, Look, man. We, we can't dance to, to the beat of your drum. Right. Like, it was so can't. funny seeing all those people or like owners and I think even some. Like if you would have told me that, that Jerry Jones would have. Yeah. Like Rex employees. And you told me that Jer- but see, even then he's like, I feel offended. If you would have told me that Jerry Jones would have been making a statement, locking arms, kneeling against something that the Republican president <laughs> of this country said, I'd be like, no, that's not going to happen. Right. But on- honestly, like I. I I take that in an idealist kind of mind because I'm like, man, I I hope that he's actually with us, which I know he's not. But on the flip side, you understand the the money side of it. So that's how I looked at investing it. in 45 is a bad investment. And people like Jerry Jones are seeing it. Well, and that's so what sucks. It's like that's what takes <coughs> them taking action. Exactly. You know? Yeah, right. it is. I mean, and even your boys, uh, Tony Romo was seen at the Trump Tower, if yeah. y'all want to keep riding no, his exactly. butt, too. So y'all have to keep it real. Like, yes, Dallas is seen as a Democratic city or whatever, but it's like, first of all, these issues are both Democratic and Republican. Like, the system as a whole is done goofed. Like, it's neither one nor the other. Obviously, Republicans have a lot more shit on their hands. But it is the system as a whole. Um, 
I was very shocked. My sister, shout out to Susie. She uh, follows Jerry Jones's daughter on Instagram. Sweet little Susie. Uh, hey, little Susie. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, so she messaged Jerry Jones's daughter on Instagram and kind of said to her, hey, I guess, like, I don't know the full thing of what she said, but kind of explaining why, why people are kneeling. Yeah. And she said that it was seen. The message was seen. And that was the night before. So it was Sunday night. I was like, okay, Susie, let me see you uh, making a difference in the Dallas Cowboys team. So Susie was really stressed. My poor sister's a diehard, like one of the die, most diehard Cowboys fans. I'm telling you, you don't understand. Like, my, I, like for real, for real. Yes. Like, if, if, if I ever call you, Eva, and say, I need bail money, Bitch. it'll be because something <laughs> went down. I'm scared. For the Dallas Cowboys. Like, Damn. for real, real talk. I think Susie's shout out the Mark Cuban because he did. Okay, hold on. We getting there. We getting there. So she sent her that message, and so the next day I'm getting home from work basically, and she texts, "Oh my God, the Cowboys just kneeled. Oh my God, this, this, this. Oh my God, they're holding arms." I was like, "Hold a minute now." And so I was like, "Fuck!" I didn't expect any of that. I personally, my first thought was like, "Y'all supposed to kneel during the anthem, though." So I was like a little bit sad about that because the purpose is to make that statement. But it is Dallas and it's Jerry Jones and they don't want to be that radical. So I get that. I still appreciate your sentiment, even though old boy was like looking around and looking all, you know, when you look, when you like when Susie said that to you and when you think of that, right, knowing that you didn't expect something. Like, it's a, what it, does it, that say? It does what it's supposed to. Right. Like, even then, like, yeah, it might not. Mad. Oh, yes. and that's what made me happy. So I, I literally went into Twitter and I searched cowboys because I was like, let me see what people are saying. Oh, my God. Those people were pissed. This yeah. guy retweeted was like, I was an NFL fan. Now I'm burning all my gear. I was like, you need to chill. You need to chill. Because it's funny. You hear about the dude that walked out on a job uh, for the Buffalo Bills? Yes, I did see that. I was like. People were going in on him like, bro, you probably did more damage to yourself. Like, like, your team ain't won in years. What you doing? Like, why are you leaving? Your team already tried. Shout out to the times the Buffalo Bills lost to the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Rest in peace. Um. Basically, interesting timeline. So I was a little bit like, damn it, Jerry. Like, do you actually give a fuck about systemic racism? Like, are you going to talk about this? Or are you just doing this because it's the end thing? You know you're going to lose money. But then it's funny because I guess Trump's telling them to protest the NFL, which also Jay Cole is telling people to protest the NFL as well. So it's like, yeah. I guess that works because y'all ain't making the, the NFL like, money in that yeah, way. I, I think I feel like the NFL's ratings went up, if anything, after I that. I mean, that Even, was some you know drama. Like, yeah. it should have. It's just funny. Because, of course, Trump. Saying, like, and Trump's don't. like, ratings are down. It's a bad show anyways. I'm like, shut the fuck Why up, ho. Like, you worked at NBC ratings. too long. Like, stop talking about this shit. Nobody cares. Basically, this shit is too much. Shout out to the Cowboys. I'm Okay, let me get this tr- straight. I love the Cowboys. The reason I talk about people like this is because I hold them to such high standards. I am glad they did something. I am. I literally tweeted at them like two nights before like, hey, fam, you know, Google systemic racism real quick. It'll help you out. You know, I, I want to – that's what I really want to know. Like I want to find out who – like there had to have been one person that was pivotal. I in, mean, in we that. need to talk to them here yeah, at the, I need to the find Colores out who it is. because like, obviously I have like, you know, who I think it would be. But yeah. I w- who do like, you think it would be? I'm all I've, curious now. Uh, obviously, Dak. You think? I mean, I don't think it was him, but in my mind, I feel uh, like it would be him. just because it coincides with him being the leader of the team now. 
And the game He's like, you Monday guys, night. I'm biracial. I know both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let me stop. I'm sorry. Um, no, but like it would, don't you think it would be interesting to see who that figure was that I said, just, look, to as me, an it's like, why did it take y'all so long, though? That's what a lot of people say. Dallas Cowboys. So they they're slow? Not, no, they're not. Th- this <laughs> they isn't, this isn't something that they do. I guess. I, I don't know. It was like America's team. Like people come in from. I mean, I on, know if, that. If you want to be real, they're the, they're the world. Team. I mean, and that's when you what talk I talk about the value of the franchise. And it went up in the last year. Like they're the highest valued franchise in w- in the world, world sports. Yeah, no, I saw that like recently. Those statistics. That's what I'm saying. International people that literally flew in just to come to the game. Right. That's why? Like, why is it? Because they were so powerful and won all because the Jerry championships. Jones, and Jerry Jones, Jones helped smart build about that money. image. They've won five Super Bowls. Like, very so consecutively, lose, so they were really seen as top-notch at that. Right. When you talk about a dynasty, you talk about the Dallas Cowboys. There's teams that you talk about, and the Dallas Cowboys are one of those teams that you talk about. So it was built. He really did. I mean, then, he's a moneymaker. He knows like, what to do. Aside from that, it was very good, you know, business, business acumen and, and marketing. Like, imagine, like, from you know how the, let's say, the Lakers were winning a lot during that time. It's that same kind of energy where, like, that team is so powerful, they're so strong, they keep winning, right? Am I wrong in saying that? No, no, it's, no, like, yeah. that similar similar energy to our non-sports people. But um, I, I am surprised by my Cowboys. I, I'm glad you did something. Uh, Jerry, I hope you actually give a rat's ass. That would be nice. Um, if y'all need any classes on race relations or anything, including cultural criticisms, I have your back, sweet Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> your deck. Okay, never mind. Ooh, sorry. I have your deck. Never mind. It was trying Wait to be like a, a back No, good. it sounds like a penile. Like okay, it never does. mind. It's a little bad. Shit. Okay, yeah. never mind. I've got your back again. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Sports. Sports. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? No, no, no. Jesus. Who knew <laughs> that Trump strong. would, like, ruin sports? <laughs> like, you got everything else. Can you leave one thing alone? We don't want your input. I we don't. what he's going to talk about next. <sighs> he should be focusing on Puerto Rico and stop focusing on everything else because he there's should. a fucking country that needs your help. Not country. You know what I mean. An area that needs your fucking help and you should fucking do something about it instead of fucking talking about yourself and your goddamn money because we don't give a rat's ass, okay? Dang. Preach, Eva. <laughs> Preach. Shout Next. Preach. Oh, yes. Now Rhea. we can. That was good. Oh, Mark Cuban allowed. Um, oh, hey, need a plane? Need a plane real quick. I happen <laughs> to be filthy rich. So he's picking up his mom and grandma from Puerto Rico and taking a bunch of donations. Yeah, that's there. really that, beautiful. Those are the only people he's picking up. Yeah, he's like, just you two, nobody <laughs> else. Bless so y'all. Sorry, senora. Leave your <laughs> insulin behind. <laughs> <laughs> that's still really cool. JJ's Mark like, you cute or whatever. Like, hey, you can borrow this. Yeah. I don't know if he's I'm picking a, them I'm up or he was just hanging out with them. No, he was picking them up because I think they were just like, that's what <laughs> I mean. Get on the I, jet, bitch. Let's damn. go. I make jokes, but I'm I really, really like. I know. We shouldn't like, be making jokes. No, no, no. I'm no. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not making jokes in bad taste, hopefully, but like. We'll Honestly, no, 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 for real. Like, no, we truly 100% aren't. That's really great that Mark Cuban did that. Some of us have like really close that. friends, family even. And so like, yeah, it's, it's definitely not a laughing matter. But um, it is funny to think of some of the ways that. But I'm saying that's cool that a coach would do that. That's what I'm An saying. Owner. Like, it's funny to think like, that the coach 
is uh, allowing the teams playing. Mark Cuban's the owner, bitches. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's doing more than than oh, our then, country's resources oh, are able absolutely. to provide. Oh, absolutely. He's saying, hey, yeah. we got y'all because there's a lot going As on and you yes, need this. I don't need, yeah, I want to say yesterday there was still, like the governor had said, nothing that was reported to have been sent over here has arrived yet. God. And I read that it wasn't going to be until October that they got kind of aid from the government. Meanwhile, 45 is saying that they're getting great reviews about, like, the support this they're providing. This is the worst. Yeah. And J.J. Barea's <laughs> thing to donate to is youthcaring.com, J.J. Barea Foundation. That's another one that we can He's a, a coqui. Coquito. He's getting Word. funds. But, yeah, he's sending that over. So I just Shout out really to J.J. Shout out J.J. Barea. Shouts. Shouts. <laughs> All right. I just had to throw that in there, sorry. No, you're fine. It's a little bit. You should have done it a little earlier when we were talking about the disasters, but it's fine. Um, What are you doing? Are you recording us right now? I'm thinking of crappy owners, and then I was like, but this is. But this is a good owner. Yeah. Shout out to Mark Cuban. If you want to donate to the Colors Collective, um, just hit me up. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because you've got a direct line. Girl, I might. Can you be more positive? Damn, Pat. Is she not pro de colores or what? Come on. She's starting her own podcast. Yeah, I'm like, bye. Have fun. I just talk about bands for five hours. That is. She gets two listeners. (laughs) Who you got with Pat the Gag? For two hours. (laughs) Um, Anyways, quick shout out to my boy, your boy, our boy. Oh. Stop. There's like, I expected more from you. Yeah, that was a very I'm too late. Listen, Jay Z Super Bowl, he turned it down. He did, and I'm happy. I'm happy for him and for him. The greatest rapper alive. Ooh, Ari (laughs) said something by saying nothing. No, that was that was a wonderful argument, but it's not really an (laughs) argument because it's fact. Facts. Facts. We should have a whole rap episode soon. We should. Um, Oh yeah, we still got to do the rap battle. Yeah, and that's no, whatever. Well, it's still gonna happen. So just give me two more limeritas. It might happen. Anyways, shout out to Jay-Z for real for turning that down because, like, you making a statement, and that's necessary right now, so power to you. This is probably going to be Rafa's favorite topic of today, maybe. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He's a big fan. I am not. I I need you to tell me why you're not. I will. Okay. The State Fair of Texas. Okay. It's funny because... It's such a big deal here, and then when I talk to people from out of state, they're like, "What's a state fair?" Like they don't even know. Out and of I'm state? like, "Where Fam, are these people from? Montana?" Probably oh. no, just like any other state, basically. Like their state fairs are not a big deal. Yeah, like, like or California, they just don't have them. Yeah, you know, my friend in California, she plays well, no. in a band, <laughs> and you've never heard. You never band. heard of it, oh but it's God. great. <laughs> she works with me now, and she just moved here, so she's talking about the the fair and how they don't have anything like that in LA. Like they have like small stuff, but nothing to this large scale. Uh, this is Texas. We are different. We are unique. We do it. Okay, so no state fairs in Salt Lake. You but ain't missing been, much. Though, but you ain't missing much. But you've been there. Right, so listen here. I don't like the fair. Actually. Okay. No, no, no. I'll let you talk. I don't I'm, like I'm the fair. I don't hate the fair. I had fun when I was a kid, but it's mad overpriced. When was the last time you went? Last year. Try me. Okay. No, Try no, no, me. No, just Try asking. me. Husband. I can't ask. I can't ask questions. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Stop. though? Okay. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> it's just super overpriced. Okay. Listen here. I don't like. Being you know, in crowded places, you, you know, with as soon as you go in, when you go people. to the left, they have like dollar items, right? And then they have Girl, the dollar where? hot dog section. 
Oh. See, that's what I'm we saying. There is so many. Listen, Aside from the fact that the city of like Dallas's me. Office of Cultural Affairs provide community artist program to perform there and like folklorico so African serious. drum and dance and like all kinds of multicultural celebrations. Aside from the other stuff, I don't that's care about that. I want to eat. <laughs> Damn, you don't care about cool. I do. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> but y'all know I go there for like a funnel cake. And that shit was like $10 for like a little ass funnel cake. I mean, this is Dallas now. What you saying? I'm poor. Yeah, but Dallas is so like. So when you're a broke bitch, you don't want to go to the fair. You're about to spend $10 on a fried ass uh cake. I mean, you ain't going to spend 10 on I a did. funnel cake. $10 on a funnel cake? Yes. I'm going to go to the fair on Friday <laughs> And if I see a $10 funnel cake... You better buy it for me. I'm going to be like, Eva, I got you. Okay. Anyways, it's just overpriced. You're talking about a, like a, a strawberry whipped cream, all No, I actually am very plain. It was probably like $8. It was still too much for my blood. Eight, eight, ten, Them no. tickets are expensive. Those little they coupons. Are. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I get you. Okay, okay. It's like 20 aside coupons from the price, for aside a Sprite and a, a chicken nugget. Aside from the That's price so gouging. For one chicken nugget, it's like $30. <laughs> <laughs> I know I need Yo, 10 of them, so. $30 chicken nugget. Can you imagine? That's like America 2040. <laughs> Yo, I just got paid. Let me get three chicken nuggets. Yo. That's all. Uh, no more for my blood. Too rich for my blood. Oh, my God. Anyways. They'd be like, ooh, he got three chicken nuggets. Ooh, he rich. <laughs> oh, you got money. Oh, my God. Anyways, it's cute. It's cute. But it, like. I'm just, I don't think I like those kind of places. Like, I'm not into really crowded <coughs> spots. Like, it's cute for okay. five minutes, and then I'm like, fam, this yeah. is too expensive. You know what? I'm the same way. I don't like huge crowds. Right. Um, Unless I'm seeing a band I really love or something, yeah, which even that. going to be there. What day am I going? Should we go that day? We're still going to go, I even get, though I complain I, about Eva, it. you need to understand. I got a season pass. I go almost every single day that the fair is open. Where do you park? Parking's also I a bitch. Take the, I understand that You're my privileged. city has you a... You live right no, there. I understand that my city has a beautiful transit system, so I take the oh. dart rail. Y'all need to go ahead and hire him at Texas so State Fair. Remember when around. old boy burned down and everybody was wildin'? That was so that funny. Was <laughs> 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 That was oh, nuts. Man. Texas, you don't know how to handle yourself at yeah, all. Like he was a family member that oh, died. my. And this was a planned burning, hunty. Like, it wasn't like, oh, no, like something really happened, right? It was like planned and they were going to make a new one. Anyways, rest in peace. Um, we will go. I enjoy aspects of it. I won't <coughs> lie. I don't yeah. mean to sound like a hater all the time. Let me, let me tell you all that. Yeah. I just keep it real with myself. Yeah, no, like, I... The State Fair of Texas is not perfect by any stretch. Right. But I don't even like Six Flags that much, if that no, says anything to you. No, no, no. It's the I same hate, the kind so of thing. I hate, like, another unpopular opinion. I hate roller coasters. That's kind more of, of like, a personal thing. I get really sick, but we're not going to go there. We'll go um, there later. But I've been going to the State Fair of Texas for years. It's Aww, a tradition. And so I enjoy it. Aside from the fact that it's overpriced and, like, some of the stuff, obviously you're not going to win at the games. And, you know, it's, it's an environment. But I come at it from a different angle so i spend time there with my family mm. and like you know my nephews have a good time Aww. and there's other stuff to see there's like shows making me that, sound you know, selfish no 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 no, no. <laughs> one of the things that i really enjoy doing is going with my mother early during Stop. the week don't bring your mother into no, 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 this no, no, no. early during the day during the week when nobody is there and they do the bird shows 
and they have like these exotic Can I go birds. with you and your mom? Is that imposing? No, 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 it's not. It'll be really fun. <laughs> my, mom, my mom enjoys the company. But yeah. no, like, yeah, so I don't like crowds, so I like going during the day. That makes sense. That sounds better than when I went last no, year. No, there's, there's a bunch of performances, all kinds of like folklorico groups, mariachi groups, drum and dance, like all kinds of everything. And there's all types of other stuff that goes on. Um, I used to volunteer during the state fair, so like, who I would are get there. you? Yeah, it's crazy. You live but a life. <laughs> you live but it's two really lives. dope. And then like, you know, just the experiences over the years, like, kind of pile up, and you're like, man, this is really dope. And so now it's like, it's unfair to think that I, I wouldn't go. And then if you, and and I mentioned this to you uh -oh. like earlier in the week about the social justice thing. I think it's important for me as a person of color to go because mm. Juanita Kraft played a very important role back oh, when you the did state tell me fair this. Yes, tell of Texas tell was listeners. very racist. They only allowed black people to go on Negro Accomplishment Day. And that was probably within the last 150 was, years, No, yeah, maybe? this was like the 60s. Okay, so yeah, like yesterday. If, 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 yeah, maybe, you know, don't quote me, maybe 60s, maybe 50s, maybe 70s, I don't know. But Juanita Kraft, who is a huge civil rights icon, um, period, but specifically to the city of Dallas, organized a protest on Negro Achievement Day. So that was the only day that black people that crazy. were allowed to go. So what she did so is... What, um, like we had <clears throat> to do like certain achievements? Yeah, so, so, so what she did is she organized black youth to line up to the ticket booth to say, I want a ticket to go to the fair on days that were not Negro Achievement Day. Mm -hmm. So these people were forced to say no. 1955, sorry. 1955, so yeah, I was off by 10 years. But still, you know what I mean? It's not no, that long ago. It's I got, you know, my, my parents would have experienced yeah, that. Yeah, you know my, I mean? my dad was alive. Exactly. So it's one of those things where you're like, wow, like so many people like Juanita Kraft worked to make sure that people of color, that black people specifically, specifically. were welcomed and were were able to be accepted into something that they should have been granted the right to be a part of. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so, like, you know, you, we, we want to talk about the extremes on both sides, but, like, there's so much that goes into, like, me going to the state fair. Like, me walking through those gates, it's not just me spending time with my family or my friends or going there to, like, pick up a fried peanut butter jelly banana sandwich. No. It's uh -uh. really good. No, it's really good. It's also like no what, wonder what it your tummy hurts after shit. I I have that like once a year. That sounds painful. It's You're really good. Sacrifice his body for I am. I, I am. I'm in there like serve me up, bro. That you like, like one peanut butter and jelly with banana for I you, bro. I do. <laughs> but no, aside from that, like it was very important. Like people people took you know a, a stand to to some of the things, and so you know the State Fair of Texas was another instrument that was used to oppress people, and it's important mm. that we acknowledge what some of you know our our people it's went history. through, and people of color went through to make sure. Yeah, exactly. To 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 be there to say, look, we're we're on the same. We should be allowed. Like this is God bless Juanita Craft so. because I didn't know this story, but this is yeah, that's powerful real. because yeah, listeners, to be like, doing that as real, a woman in 1955 when yeah. you and, know and your, your city ain't is, behind you. Honestly, like she's a civil rights icon. Period. Like her house is in South Dallas. We Martin need to take Luther a trip. King Jr. went there. It's still a house she's that you can visit. One. You can look at all the information, and and it's like a museum. You walk in and look at the stuff that wow. she's done. Like she was a she was a I very powerful and pivotal icon. Well, we'll have to make it out there. We will also probably take a De Colores trip to the State Fair, 
even though I'm talking a little bit of shit, I will probably go there because I still crave funnel cakes and I go there like once a year. Oh my god, Guy Fieri's going to the state fair. Can we go on that, that day? Who's Guy Fieri, really? I know you know Guy Fieri's blonde ass. You are such a no, I don't, a style icon. Stop, Pat. You took it too far, B. You did. I do know who Guy Fieri is. Them flames. He went to Avila's over on Maple. Shout out to my people from Maple Avenue. What's up? I didn't know this. Yeah. Well, Guy Fieri will be there. So if for no other reason to go to the fair, you want to see Guy Fieri in the kitchen. He's on a mission. Yeah. Jesus. Um. My girl. I don't know who you're referring to. I am referring to one Cardi Beeth. Cardi B and Bodak Yellow went to number one, bench. Hey, 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 hey. Don't play too long because we don't got the money for this. Cardi B is fucking number one on Billboard, beating out fucking, what's it called? Like what you made me do. Yeah. So that can just hear that song. So I'm okay. Okay, bless your soul, cause you're lucky. And it's so fucking, ki- fucking. Wow, I fucked that up. So funny because when she was <laughs> celebrating at the very end of that video, she's like, "Look what you made me do." Cardi was saying that. Yeah. You gotta watch it. It's so I funny. Taylor Swift, you purchased that slot, just so you know. You had all your advertisements True. on UPS boxes and made everybody watch because you advertised your shit okay, to well even we Shonda Rhimes be. Exactly. Then 45's reporters were like, we're going to get like, you Like, how there, pathetic girl. are you? You got to pay for your <laughs> listens. Go away, yeah, girl. Just because you got money, that ain't cool. That's not the that's purpose right. of these charts. What was charts. the last relationship she was in? I'm trying to see if she's got enough. It like, was one of those, like, it. sad white boys. I don't oh, know. Okay. But just, like, guess one, and Bright it probably... Sure. <laughs> that sounds right. No. <laughs> Did it? Oh, sorry. No, I wasn't. I Anyways, congratulations like, to Cardi B for 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 doing the damn thing. Honestly, you yeah. literally, as she says in the song, went from dancing to rapping, and you are number one on the Billboard charts. Like that is amazing. Yeah. And the first woman since 1998, since it's Lauren Hill. Hill. My girl, this girl this that is amazing. Cardi that is a statement. Power got to you. Got a bag and fixed her teeth. And, and she it made wasn't it to number cheap, one. <laughs> Talk to it her. It was not cheap. I'm so happy. I don't even care. Like, you know, I, a lot of people are like, oh, that song is garbage. She got no, lucky. No. She ain't got bars. I'm don't like, don't act like these dudes about? are saying that much stuff better you than this shit. What were you bumping Taylor Swift like that? Girl, what you mad for? And I don't want y'all comparing her to Lauren Hill. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. We don't got to pit women do against not. each other. Do Celebrate not. her. Let her do her thing. But I will say, y'all know I always got a little other, a you little went flip to the side. Hill show? No, because I've seen oh. her before. Oh, you did? Hair flip. I yeah, went to but the she's Lauren also. Hill show and Lauren Hill didn't show up. So, I mean, you ain't Ooh. the only one, boo. <laughs> that is, that's what the Lauren Hill show is. It, it, she doesn't yeah, show up. Hours for her to show up. <sighs> nah, I went to the Lauren Hill show to see Nas. What? When it, did it pass? The Irving Convention Center. With yes. No, nah, to the Irving, to the music factory. Yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, two totally different venues. Pat, I thought you would know that. Wow. Come on, Pat. Do you think I won't pay attention to that one? It's too far. Ooh. It's Girl, too far? What? It's too Anyways, far. This about this is about Cardi B. So let me say this. Cardi B, I love you. I appreciate you. I love your realness. I love your your background. I love everything. But... We got to keep it real with you. You you are mad problematic. Like, we try to defend it for a hot minute, but, like, 
you have to accept, we have to accept that these people are humans. So we all have our problematic thoughts, feelings, ways, tweaks. She says some mad racist things on Twitter still. Mm. Um, I won't even get into it. You can go look it up if you want to, but it's not cool. Yeah. And she's still doing it. So, yeah. like, even one I saw today was, or I think, it, yeah, today was yeah. basically saying, like, if I had a kid, my kid would bully your kid because you're so sensitive. I'm like, yeah. girl, no, we ain't pro-bullying. What you doing? Yeah. And saying we're sensitive because we're calling you out for being racist doesn't mean we're sensitive. We just, if y'all want to act like PC culture is bad, fuck you, because we're finally holding y'all to a standard where you're not selfish, racist, sexist, whatever, okay? We're trying to reach a level of equality in this country. So if we we are PC or sensitive for that, then you got to look at yourself and accept that you're racist or being problematic before you say something. Don't just get salty. So my girl, I wish you all the success in the world. But I also need you to reflect on yourself. Because people also took issue with the fact that she was remixing a song by like a rapist. Right. Yeah. You know. And obviously, fuck Kodak. I mean, yeah, fuck Kodak Black. And XXX ten put for little Shlele Sean. Yes. Fuck you. better than both of I mean, I was really close. Uh, no, but like. This is something we can get into next time, and maybe we will do a whole hip-hop rap episode, whatever. There's so much in this culture that we need to discuss, and we're not. And that shit can't fly. And it might have flown by in the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s. Hell, we learning shit about R. Kelly new every day. That shit is not cool. Um, but we also have to realize that's how the patriarchy works, and the system kind of benefits those people. So, yeah, I understand there's people prob having problems with that, and there's validity to it. Um, she obviously has a lot of learning to do the same way we do. So, still congrats to her. Um, brief, brief touch on another rapper, Young Dolph. Every damn day I'm hearing about you Young getting shot, Dolph. my fam. And I need you to keep it. Just stay alive. Preach. There's enough in this world happening. Can y'all put your little shit Preach. aside and live? We don't need shooting in hip-hop again. I know some of you fellas are probably living for it because y'all love the violence, but y'all really think we need more people dead? People been dying, and it's like, come on now. Like, there is so much shit in the world, hip-hop. We really, not just the hip-hop world, but I mean in the world, that we don't need any more deaths. This yeah. shit's not worth it. Your masculinity, not worth it. It's not that serious. Enjoy life. Try to. We want you alive, young Dolph, I and mean, and uh, honestly, everybody like, else. When it comes down to some of the some of how the rap game goes, like that's what happens. Like there's there's been people that have died this year in the rap game because of some some ignorant Stupid whatever. Stupid shit. So it's like, it's so on, unnecessary. Like, like I understand. Like there's an authenticity that's respected when it comes with the music. Right. You talk about Tay K. Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all that shit. The race. He got arrested for capital murder charges. God. And people are respecting his song because he's talking about some real stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like, my man, like, all those likes and all those downloads, like, you know, there comes a point in time. I, I can't think of people that have gone through that life and haven't learned enough and then get to a point later on and say, man, I wish I would have done something different. Right. That's where, that's where another one of the things that comes into hip-hop music comes into play where it's like, Yo, we get it. Like we, we, you know, I, I love, I, I would love to sit down and read a book sometimes, but sometimes I want to get real ignorant and go, 
get turned up. I want to do both. Exactly. No, it, and <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But yeah, no, like, sure. there's, there's a fine line between, look, man, I'll listen to your music and I'll get turned up to it. I mm-hmm. will go crazy. But I don't want to see you like six yeah, feet like deep. Yeah, like we don't I don't want to. I don't want to put a hashtag. The system's working against us enough. We you don't gotta. We I gotta, need, gotta I need do more that. Young Dolph music. <laughs> I need more Young Dolph. Say it. Say it for the people. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Lil Chris too. Aww, you know, you, does he, he love Young Dolph? Uh, I made a meme of him once with a dolphin. Stop. And called him Young Dolph. What is wrong with you? I'm funny. Oh, I am funny, Mira. <laughs> All right, so we are wrapping up the juice. Fuck Donald Trump, always and forever. Now we are... (laughs) Amen. That's my prayer at church every Sunday. Um, A quick thing I'd like to do for Hispanic Heritage (laughs) Month. I have drank too much. I'm so sorry. Uh, Latinx Heritage Month. No, I'm fine. I got to drive home. I don't know if y'all have heard of her. I think her name has risen a little more in the last few years. I didn't know about her until about four years ago, which is really shameful for me. But shocker, spoiler alert, the U.S. education system (laughs) doesn't teach you about your people. So I learned about Dolores Huerta in my very first Chicano literature class. You you know she's been here to Dallas. I do. I haven't met her, but I know. Unfortunately, I've had to miss her every time she's come. Dolores Huerta. And she got a school. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Funky town. Funky town. Shout she does. That's Foley. when she yeah. came in recently. Yeah. She was inaugurating it. That's dope shit. Dolores Huerta, basically, okay, so behind every civil rights movement, you had your man leaders that we all heard about. Guess what? Right next to them was your lady leader who was doing probably just as much work or more behind the scenes, but guess what? She wasn't getting credit for it because she was a woman. And then guess what? They often had to start their own women rights movement because they weren't getting the same treatment as the men. So Dolores Huerta was standing right next to your man, Cesar Chavez, who gets all the fucking credit. When old boy was doing the hunger strike, your girl took over. She was doing the damn thing. Dolores Huerta, in almost every picture you see of Cesar Chavez during those uh, protests and boycotts and such, she was right there standing next to him. She met uh, Bobby Kennedy. Um, she was the one working with these people because Cesar Chavez got so weak during that hunger strike that she took over. She's the one who helped start a lot of those protest songs and those chants we use and stuff like that. You know what other song they sang? Sing it for me. I already know, though. No, I can't. I, I can't sing it. You know you got them. Don't make me do it. I can't sing I only know, like, the song itself, like the like the words. Just do it. No, you're about to play it. I'll let you do it. What are you talking Anyways, about? Dolores Huerta is our Latina Heritage Month person of the week. She's amazing. You should read and look more into her. She actually has a Dolores Huerta movie documentary that came out this year. So definitely look forward to learning more about her. She is amazing. Uh, She did face a lot of criticism this year because she was very pro-Hillary. And they were like, fam, you know, you know, Hillary didn't always help our people. Right. And so, oh, it was uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson Dawson played her in the Cesar Chavez film. She got a lot of flack, uh, Dolores Huerta, because she was a mother and she was spending a lot of times in the movement as opposed to taking care of her kids at home, which is what people wanted her to do at that time, which is BS, because guess what? She can do both. 
So Dolores Huerta is amazing. Um, and we're so glad she's still here with us and can still spread her story and her, her, her power and everything in the movement. And I definitely am looking forward to watching that movie. Are you going to play the song? Are you going to sing the song? I'm not. I can't sing it. Just go real quick. You I'm know the so words more than me. I only know, like, literally the title. No, I'm not going to sing it. But just so people know. One on three. Oh, I'm just going to make I a scene. Oh, okay. Here, I'll sing. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> I wait. It's all late. You're not singing it. That is me singing. Wow, you sound so good. I'm going to let them sing because I'm going to fuck it up. But they sang this during the marches, y'all. This shit is real. So y'all see some of our background meanings behind just our so titles. Just so y'all know, this ain't no game. We don't do this just as whatever. <laughs> we might be drinking these crappy drinks, but this is a real deal. This ain't the line Marita talking. Uh, stop. So also shout out to Gloria Ansaldua, which if you don't know her, she's another powerful person in our movement. She was a queer uh, feminist writer in the Chicano literacy. A lot of people's mother. Shout out to Ansaldoing It, another mm. podcast who's literally got their name from her. She is yeah. seen as like one of those goddess queens that, that really helped our movement and really helped into that inter intersectionality <laughs> of the entire movement. Chill. The reason I bring up Gloria Ansaldua is because she is featured on the Google page for today. So that's very exciting. Um, Google, I appreciate your attempts at being more progressive, but I've heard a lot of shit about uh, your male techies who are still very, very narrow-minded. And, you know, we just... When there's, like, a positive, there's always a real side to it. So we appreciate you at least getting some representation out to us. So that is officially the end of the juice and our Latinx Heritage Month discussion. Yippee! In the studio with us today is um, somebody I, I know pretty well. I've heard about her once or oh, twice. Yeah. Um, her name is Ari. Aww, that's so cute. I forgot about that thing today. Oh, I love this thing. Ari uh, actually happens to be um, my best friend. <laughs> so if what? you want any shit on me, she's your girl. Ari, I, I got some questions, Ari. Go ahead. We don't. Have, okay. Please don't. Okay, we're going to have to chop it up after this. Okay, okay. You got my number. <laughs> I'm like, you know all my shit, too, so what you want. Um, I, I understand that we are Latinx people. And we are covering the Black Lives Matter movement, I guess, as our topic. So I was like, um, we're doing this to make a statement, but also for our community to realize how anti-black it is and to hopefully get a better understanding, especially in Dallas. Because in Dallas, this topic is very sensitive. It's very touchy. Um, and I, I do not, for one, obviously want to speak for the black community. It's definitely not at all a thing of, you know, disrespect or whatever. It's all, hey, we're trying to get our people to understand this movement better. Um, so I wanted to obviously have a black voice present so that we can have you speaking as I help kind of introduce what the actual movement means how it started and and a few other things so welcome i'll say really quick it, yes. it is important to do that 
um, just for the people that are listening, because I think that as much as me as we might try to highlight a topic or understand or bring up a conversation or any of that, there is still a an element of outsider. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? We and are so not black. We do not understand yeah. the black experience, <coughs> whether they're our neighbors or whatever. And I know Dallas is very yeah. guilty of that because yeah. we are neighbors and we are fighting together often in exactly. Dallas. So it's very easy to compare us on the same level. But as a whole, we there's are not the same. Exactly. There's the way a, this country element. was founded, we have had very different experiences. So we cannot speak for the black experience. Oh, yeah, for sure. So and our approach is one of those where it's like, look, even though we're not, there is still an element of understanding the significance of a conversation. Absolutely. And whether or not our community chooses to address it or not, we're going to formally present it as a, as a topic of conversation. Right. Okay. So <laughs> we bring Ari Brielle Edwards into the studio with us. Say hello. Hello. Yay. <laughs> you might have heard her talking already a little bit with us uh, prior. I couldn't help it. Hey. No, it's okay. We, we we invite you to. I think it's really cool, though, because I think that's what intersectionality is Stop, about. Stop, I'm going to cry. Honestly. <laughs> like, no, it really is. That's why, like, white feminists get called out all the time because they try to speak over oh, yes. other marginalized people. Yeah, I, and I... And I, that's where I'm like, shit, I should, should I even be doing this topic? Should we even no, be doing this? No, you definitely should. I'm glad y'all are. Okay. So. Ooh, thank you, Lord. We got the one pass. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think y'all are doing it the right way. Okay. So I hope what, so. That's what's important. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into the BLM movement. Yeah. Um, I'm just an artist, you know. Can you tell by her voice, y'all? It's oh all sweet. I'm that's just, Yeah, she's like, I'm just an artist. Just so y'all know, if you haven't peeped Ari's words, she's <laughs> dope. So when she says she's just an artist, she is just an artist. I mean, but the definition of an artist is deep, right? Oh, yeah. She's worked with us. I mean, she is my best friend, so I have to convince her into everything. And like, hey, if you don't do this, we ain't friends anymore. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) No, not really. But I I do appreciate Ari's endless support. And literally, like, Ari has seen me from my worst <laughs> to my best so shout out to her and her friendship but thank you for being here course, um she's me. an artist in the true sense of the word i don't know if you'll he- learn about it more from this episode or maybe in the future but she is that um so she's a black female artist yeah. um very powerful work a lot of her work has to deal with the themes of blackness and womanhood and um I guess we can jump into the actual origin story of the movement itself. Yeah. Um, I know where I was in 2012. I, I'm sure everybody in the studio can probably talk about the first time they heard about this situation. Uh, it was Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I was so uneducated in all these topics back then me too i mean i was in high school honestly, yeah. the high school education system this texas educational system don't teach you shit about this kind of thing it doesn't but when my professor presented this story to me of a young man literally going to the store and purchasing skittles and a drink i believe and being killed it just didn't sound right there's uh, yeah. there was no way for that to sound okay i didn't know anything but it it wasn't right 
we've come a long way since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not that in, not necessarily in a good way. And not necessarily in a good way. Yeah. I think we've regressed since then in a lot of ways. There have been a lot more conversations, which is good, but we have regressed in some ways. So that was in 2012. Um, that was the start of the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, three queer black women right actually around the time of the verdict um so that was in 2013 the verdict came out after because it takes forever for the judicial system to actually like you know do anything or process anything right it was the summer of 2013 so i was in 2012 when i learned about this our professor presented it and i was like that ain't right and i remember a lot of my classmates agreed they're very conservative so it's funny to think of that now anyways right i was a senior in high school whatever so then 2013 summer of 2013 we got the result and I remember people close to me that I know were like, well, he shouldn't have been doing that. Oh. And I mean, that's what the system teaches us, right? But it's like, they well, look this doing, way you know? or they act this way or they're suspicious. So they deserve punishment, mm-hmm. a.k.a. death. Is that right? That's what they deserve. So that came out. Zimmerman is acquitted. And if I'm not mistaken, three black queer women Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullers, and Opal Tometi created this hashtag. So this is also a testimony to how social media has grown. That's not just a movement of, you know, these important issues, but also the power of social media. So a hashtag began on Twitter. Twitter had already been around a few years, but that's what started it, that hashtag. Like, Mm -hmm. how crazy is that? This, this movement speaks to a lot. I mean, the power of social media and then the fact that three black queer women queer are the ones women. That started this. And then it's kind of been taken away from them. Absolutely. As, you know, time has progressed, which is a whole other conversation. But, yeah, they they all were organizers or activists in their own right. And right. They, they wanted to do something. They wanted to kind of get the country together in a, like in a way to be like, hey this is wrong we need right. to do something about it we need to like get this conversation going so that's kind of how it sparked and it's grown a and lot and it's grown because to put it simply these deaths aren't new um and these acquittals are endless it feels like and it's hard because like i've been saying all these things are connected we are in a white supremacist society who are they going to go for? People that look like them. People that work for them. And that doesn't mean that this movement is anti-police or this, this, that. The reason this movement started is to say, hey, guess what? Those people you're killing and murdering, these children, because because there have been children, have lives that matter. And it goes beyond even police violence. I right. Mean, even on their website, it says, like, this is to start conversations about all the ways that black people face injustice in this country from like mass incarceration right to black trans people being killed at crazy numbers who don't get enough enough attention either it's, it's all of that and so that's why it's really upsetting when people try to like act like we're so evil and right 
so racist, which that's like not even possible. And the <laughs> the Black Lives Matter movement really it, it just began as this awareness of, yeah. of saying, hey, these people do matter. Their lives are important here. We recognize them. And the fact that it's been turned into something so quote unquote Vicious, un American and yeah. ugly and horrible and just hateful. It's not any of that. If you study the root of what happened, they were just saying, Hey, we we want to be recognized as humans just like you. That's it. It's not about anything else. It's just equality for black people who have faced the most oppression in this country since the beginning of this country. Black people, not just black men, which is right. another... And, and that's, again, the same thing I said with issue. Dolores Huerta. These civil rights movements, we can't revolve them around men. We can't. There have been so many women, black women, who have who barely died get attention. Sandra Bland here in Texas. Yeah, I mean, there have been women who have been sexually assaulted by policemen, and I mean, the list goes on. But we tend to focus on the men because we still live in a patriarchal society, even Absolutely. within our own races, and you know, all these other things. So. So we just wanted to touch briefly on what the movement is as a whole. I, I've been to a few protests with Ari. I know Dallas has a very sensitive feeling towards those because of the unfortunate circumstances that occurred last year. And we've talked about that briefly. I, I brought up that I've been to them because they are peaceful. The whole reason these women created this is because they wanted to have these peaceful protests and were influenced by the civil rights movement, all these different movements to really reach an equal potential. That's all. That is all it was about. This other crap that got into it and connecting this man who murdered police officers and saying it's uh, he was with this movement. No, he wasn't because that's not what the movement stands that's for. That's what's frustrating because, like you said, we've been to those protests. And they're so chill and they're empowering. And honestly, beautiful. I mean. They're empowering. <laughs> like, they literally make you feel like I did something. I'm fighting for something. This is what I stand for. Which you is, look at what happened in Charlottesville. Right. And that's where the real violence is but, but who gets the, the blame ones. exactly and that's yeah. where it's like no like dallas my city like we have to recognize this yes that was heartbreaking that was a horrible time when that happened but you can't blame the black lives matter movement yeah. that one man that was shitty and fucked up and whatever that's not the black lives matter movement and every black lives matter movement you know supporter will tell you that easily that's not what it I is. Think, I think it, that specifically is a testament to how, like, complicated the world we live in now is. Because right. if this would have been, you know, several decades ago, they would have done it like the Panthers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so now it's like, no, you can't do us like that because we there's there's eyes everywhere. Like, Big Brother is watching you, but we're watching right back. Right. And so, you know... I, I appreciate the fact that the documentation is happening on both sides. So, yeah, as, as much as you might be in control of whatever gets, you know, <clears throat> spread out to the public, like the masses know. Right. You know, there might be a news story that's going to try to connect this particular person or this negative connotation to a movement that is nothing about it. Mm -hmm. But there's power in numbers. There's a critical mass here that understands what is just, what is right. And and we're here for peace. You know what I mean? And, and we're and not absolutely. just sitting down. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. No. And it, it, it's not like we're going to. We're kneeling. We're standing. Yeah, we're whatever. We're not going to yeah. take it. Marching. Yeah. I um 
as we, we we weren't gonna make this a full length interview. We just wanted to briefly talk on it. We had we're gonna have a Dallas activist come in next week, so that'll be really exciting. Uh, right before our art show, but something briefly we want to wrap up on with the Black Lives Matter movement that I can kind of attest to in this maybe cheesy as fuck way um, <laughs> is why it's important for non-black people to be a part of this movement. So this is the when me and Ari met, <laughs> we immediately bonded because we weren't white. <laughs> And Michael Jackson, but yes. and Michael Jackson, who is also not white, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, but the okay, so take that. You bring up Michael Jackson. That wasn't my main point. Guess who was a fucking big ass fan of Michael Jackson and lived for him? Both Me. Of us. I still yeah. Right, but what I'm saying I'll is, I am. Out of a, I'm going back to Indiana. <laughs> I'm taking it back. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But what my point is, is I am someone who really, I've told you a million times now, I grew up very influenced by black culture, and you'll learn more and more. That's how I am a non-black person. Talking about, like, UPN shows. We did. We bonded because I was like, oh, I love this shit. This guy's my guy. This, this, this. And I grew up in a white school, so I was like, oh, my God. Right. And I had just come from a where I was predominantly friends with white people. So I was yeah. like, yo, I could use a brown-ass friend. Like, mm-hmm. this is cool. So we really bonded over these artists. And that's something where I'm like, hey, my brown folk, I know all y'all listen to is black music. I know it. I know it. And if and you shouldn't just be fighting because your favorite artists are black. But, but because, because it's right. Because it's right. Yeah. And, and that's why I bring up Ari. I didn't even think of that when I brought her in is that, hey, we have all these connectors. We both were able to realize, oh, your Mexican people do this? Well, my black people do this? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, we're, we're a lot more similar than we thought. Yeah, oh, fuck, exactly. you felt like that in high school? Oh, you got told that? Oh, you got told you're too white from your own people? What the fuck? Oh, oh God, we can yeah. be complex as women of color? Oh, we can be nerdy and smart and like, quote-unquote, white music, indie but bands, whatever, like, but also shake your ass really. to, like, yeah. whatever? <laughs> Yeah, because there's complexities and there's the power of joining in the movement as black and brown people and and being there for each other and trying to understand each other and and fight together. You can't fight for like one thing without fighting for all. That's why people who non-black people who are so anti-black who aren't with the movement. Right. It's kind of. And and it's obvious that they just haven't received the proper well, for sure. um, education on it. And I don't mean you have to go to school and college and get an education. I mean, you got to literally Google is free and yeah. you can find shit out real quick. So thank you so much to Ari for being here with us and telling us a little bit more about the Black Lives Matter movement or talking through it with us. Um, you will see her at the art show. She's going to have works there or um, follow her at... Candy paint. <laughs> How do you spell it? Candy. C A A N D Y. A A A. Uh, <laughs> were you rapping just now? No. C A N. Mira. Mira. D Y P A I N C. That's Eva. She's That's not rapper. me, you guys. Oh, okay, come on. Maybe one Whatever. day. Um, bars. Any bars. stuff? Can I have one bar, Sir Menace? <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, thank you, Ari, for being here, and that is our brief coverage of the black lives matter movement Woo! that's a new segment i have i'm like hello um that color is new stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> damn it Alrighty. so uh, briefly god damn this ain't gonna be that brief self-care corner there it is but if i get so excited that i feel like 
She hasn't. It's been a few weeks, y'all. Self-care corner, new mixtape coming out. Cop it. Stop. People say pop it's me in a bathtub, <laughs> like, <laughs> crying. Um, so it. I told you I was going to tell you about this New York trip. I kind of forgot because I blocked it out of my memory because it was horrible. Yeah. Ari was there with me because I was there because she had an work in an art show because she's just that good. Um, <laughs> Which, thank you for coming. Oh, I you're know welcome. that was a lot. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that still. It's great. Yeah, you just up the street to. Yeah, just real quick. Just street. real quick little yeah. flight. Quick little know. flight. Quick little panic attack. Three you hours. know, no biggie. <laughs> Two days lost. You know. We fly high. Okay, y'all. So I know we're we were planning on making this episode mad short, but like the world is in flames, so we gotta like keep yeah. it, you know, cool. Uh, <laughs> New York trip. We get there. We think the li- we think life's about to start. We about to get lit. I got a few days off of work. Like, oh, woo! It's my first time in New awesome. York, y'all. I was. So it was excited. Ari's first time. Poor thing. So, you, did you see Jay Z? Yeah, we met him. It was nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's a <laughs> fan. He's a oh, fan okay. of her work. Um, we get to the Airbnb. Basically, fuck Airbnb. I'm gonna make it real quick. Okay, but yeah. in New York <laughs> though, because I've done it before. And no, it's great. Airbnb as a whole has usually I been have never had cool. a bad experience with Airbnb. This wasn't just a bad experience though. Like, this was dang. beyond. This was next level. Shout out to Luis and Ethan because we all struggled through this shit together. They were calm your boy Luis. They were so calm. I thought I was chill. Mind you, I just started a new but job. But I killed somebody. But I hurt myself. <laughs> I will kill you. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't even joke. I'm like dead ass. Um, (laughs) We get there. We think life's going to be great. Airbnb lady, like, door was kind of open when we got in. So that was a little sketch. Red flag. Red flag. The door was open open to the apartment. Louise literally, like, no, I I pushed it. No, I didn't even turn the knob. I just touched the door and it it opened. Open. Yes. It It was open. We were going to drop our. No. They put a trap on Airbnb. I don't know. I don't even know. Stop. So we Yo, <laughs> what trap B and B? Stop. Okay. First of all, you we know you will get shut down Airbnb so quick. Months prior. Months prior, I like to plan my stuff. So does Ari. We kind of had our stuff together. We're going to drop off our stuff because check-ins at four and it's twelve thirty. Drop off our stuff. Go eat pizza. Go kind of Go explore. Eat what? Stop it. It's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh God. <laughs> right. Ginger fried ass. Oh. Yes, girl. Now he ain't gonna say it no more. God bless you. Did you just shoot dad? <laughs> you just I said za <laughs> in yeah. public. That's how they would say it in the old country. No, they don't. <laughs> I've been there. They don't say that. <laughs> yes. I don't know who he thinks he is, but he so we go. We come back at like four ten. We're like, okay, we can nah, get our. Bitch. We were there at like three fifty. No, it was at four ten. <laughs> Anyways, that's not the point. So we get there on time. And we're waiting to get our key to enter the room. Mm. It doesn't exist. <laughs> the key does not exist. So then we look into the bathroom. There's a hallway bathroom. There's literal shit. And Ari's like, she shouts from the bathroom. There's shit in the toilet and the light like, don't work. I was like, guys, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I go. First of all, the light is so dim. It's not even a light. It's not a light. It's like it not like a won't light. turn on. I open. <laughs> I lift up the lid and there's like toilet paper and just shit and like brown <laughs> water just in the toilet right, right, yes i tried to flush right, hold on, it didn't hold on. work hold on, can we pause recording <laughs> <laughs> right. i love your puke noises they're my favorite <laughs> <laughs> have you even heard my new york story did i tell you all of it no 
Okay, well, listen. No, Pat was too busy. I literally blocked it off because it fucked me up. Stop. I was, y'all. It messed me up. Like, I don't know how it did it, but it did. It really did. I felt so bad. So. Okay, so then that happens, right? So then we hit up the lady. We're like, hey, can we get the key to get into our room? Mind you, we're waiting hours. We're Okay, so we, no, but we, as soon as we get there, we're like, hey, the key's not here. Oh, we called Oh, twice. just wait, just wait, just wait. Hold on, y'all. Ooh. Let's go, let's go. So we initially are like, yo, where's the key? She doesn't say nothing. Then we're like, yo, there's shit in the toilet. And she's like, who left shit in my toilet? I can't believe it. <laughs> there must be something going on no, because like, my cleaning lady, my cleaning would, lady would never do that. And we were like, honey, we need to get into the room. Can you just let us in? Like, we're just trying to take a nap. Like, most of us haven't gotten sleep. I had, I got an hour and a half of sleep. So I'm like hours. dying. So I'm just like, please, can we just get in? And Luis is so sweet. He's too sweet. Let's be honest. Listen, everything was in his name. That's why he. So was he the was one. doing all the contacting. Yes. Yeah. So then, my it, it fast forward. It's six o'clock. We're still not in this room. We're like, yo, we need to be in this room. We just want to take a nap before we go out and do things. We have things to do. She's not. She's still avoiding the question. At this point, though, I don't we're know still, why. Like, kind of happy and just like joking. Right. We're oh like God, kind of like funny. delirious yeah. and we're still enjoying it, but we're like, what's going on? Why? No. no oh, we were okay. definitely sober. Yeah. I mean, just it probably would have helped. We were just like tired. Oh, see, I feel like you would. You <laughs> y'all went drunk. No. No, we were just going crazy, so we were laughing right. a lot. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Then it reaches 7 o'clock, and she has already sent a plumber to fix the toilet, but we still don't have a key onto our room. Don't know why she can't give it. Don't wi- know why she doesn't understand. We cannot get into our room. Mm. So it's 7 o'clock. We decide to call customer service. We call customer service, customer service. Shout out romance, but also fuck you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> romance? Yes, girl. Her this name was... When they answered, was though, romance? I was like, this isn't... It was we weird. We got the wrong number. They were, like, though? so unprofessional. It was fine. It wasn't really a, like, She's a, like, hey. She was just like, hey. Like, she was very casual. We're like, this is customer service? Like, what? And she was just so casual. She's like, I don't want y'all to worry about it. Just, like, Go we're going to take care of it. Go get some lunch. It's 7 o'clock. Go get some <laughs> lunch, and we're going to comp you a hotel. And we're like, okay. And she's like, we're going to comp you a hotel. I'm going to make a list of places you can stay instead. Because that sounds like a really tough time, and I don't want you guys to worry. I don't want you to stress. I want you to have a good time. You, we're in New York. We're in New York. Where are we going to find a place? Where are we going to stay? The day of. Isn't there a Trump Tower? Stop you, evil man, you. So then she says, I'm going to comp you 150 for a hotel. Girl, it's the night of in New York City. You think we are about to find a place for 150. So I start Googling as Luis is on the phone with her. And I'm like, Luis, we can't find shit for less than 180. Like, I don't know what she's talking about, but let her know because we don't need that lunch. We need a hotel. (laughs) So... I'm doing all this. I'm calling hotels, trying to find us a place to stay. Luis is going back and forth with different people at the customer service because they don't even take his phone number down. They don't take his email down. They don't take nothing. They just like Luis got it. Yeah, they just (laughs) go. And we're like, okay. So then we're like, we're going to find this hotel. So we're kind of feeling like maybe we're okay on our way to the hotel. It's like almost eight o'clock. We have not been in a room. We have not anything. This woman, the evil woman, still not hitting us up about the key. Mm. And we're like, we're just going to ignore her because you're ridiculous. Her name is Tane. She is tainted. She's in Brooklyn. Don't stay with her. Don't ever stay with her. I don't even know if you should stay at Airbnbs in New York, period. Because it was just so horrible. Um, 
So then we go to the hotel. On our way to the hotel, Romance hits us back with this list. She sends us the list to places in Jersey. We like, bitch, my show is in Brooklyn. <laughs> We're not trying to Jersey. Why would you send us a list for places in Jersey? Anyways, flash forward a little more. We still don't have a place to stay. We have to check out of the hotel by 11 a.m. It's 1045. We still, we don't, still don't have a place to stay. Mind you, at that point, I was already, I had a panic attack the night before. I hadn't slept. Got up at 6 a.m. to call these people. Got up early as shit the next day because they were supposed to double our funds for us to get a place the night before. That night, we tried to book places. They didn't send us any money. They didn't send us a coupon code. Or any they didn't anything. Actually it was 2 in the morning. And, like, I hadn't slept in a day. Luis hadn't slept. Ethan had Like, we were all dying. No, I couldn't even eat dinner. I couldn't have a drink at dinner. I was so stressed. Me. I was looking at her across I'm the table. I'm stressed. I feel like I can't even go home right now. <laughs> you probably can't. I you do. <laughs> I don't. Let me check. Damn. So then we're <laughs> at dinner. Somebody. No, no, no. We're at dinner or we're at the hotel. And taint, tainted. It was she texts us at midnight and says, everybody's in their rooms. I don't know what you're talking about or what happened. Like, Girl, we are not in the rooms. We did not receive a key. What the hell are you talking so who, about? What was it then? I don't, don't know. know. We still don't know. We never found oh, out no. what the hell happened to Tank. To this day, you don't know. No. no. I don't even know what that bitch oh looks like. God. I don't know. Don't so, know. But she was still hitting up Luis like, everybody's in the rooms. I don't know what you're talking about. And we my have cleaning lady would not have left. Yeah, she kept defending her cleaning lady, which, like, I'm all pro-cleaning ladies. But also, like, bruh, you getting a living off of us, and we're not getting a place to stay. We paid for this. So yeah. then the next morning, we had to call Airbnb again and say, hey, y'all didn't send us this money. We don't have a place to go. We have to be out of this hotel in two hours. We're Luis, in the lobby. Luis is starting to get angry now, thank God, Aww, because he was yeah. being so sweet the whole time. I was like, nah, fuck that noise. Like, you need that's to... That's a good dude right there. I told you. That's okay, okay. I've known him since first grade. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I think I know. <laughs> but, so that day of, they were making fun of me, because at one point, I was, like, so over it, okay, but I had gotten... Like, three different reps. The third one, I was like, you need to get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, or whoever. Denise. <laughs> Listen here, Denise. Lauren. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I'm over it. Like, I was like, we've been going at this for over 15 hours, and it should not be this difficult Yo, to just book like us another place. I owners of Airbnb. Right? Me too. Okay, me and Ever were tweeting So that owner. morning, they still All weren't helping us that much, right? So they started saying, like, well, we don't know what we can do with a little or whatever. So we started tweeting the owners, tweeting all Airbnb help, putting them on blast. All my friends were liking my tweets. Shout out, y'all, because y'all were uh, agreeing with me, even though you don't know what the hell happened. Everyone's like, are you okay? We're like, no. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'm honestly not, but yes. And so we were just going wild. And then finally, they were like, just instant book something. Shout out Bobby from like Ireland or something. He was like, cheers, cheers, I'm here to help you. And we're like, thank you, Bobby. He's like, you do not need to go through this. I'll help you. Cheers. Yeah, he was like, cheers, cheers. And he kept saying that. I was like, okay, fuck you, but thank you. Cheers, mate. Yeah, and we were like, we're just so over this. We just need a place to stay. So we ended up finding a quick place in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, which is a real AF area. Um, I like that area. It was cool. We, (laughs) it was so sweet because we finally get there. Mind you, when we get to that place, he's like, you can't come in for another oh. hour. <laughs> at this point, okay, the whole time I kept my cool, Sherry but at this top. point, I was I loved it. Pissed. So we were yeah. like, fuck all of this. That's and I'm so strong. dumb. I asked the Dominican driver in the in the lift. I was like, do you know who Jesus and Miro are? <laughs> no, I said that. I asked him that. I was like, no, I asked him. And then you were like, the, you said it in Spanish. Did you say Miro or the kid Miro? We I said, said Meryl. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know the kid Meryl. He was like, no. He was like, Ken? No. Dime otra vez? No. 
I was like, oh, okay, sorry. I'm like stereotyping nice. like Bronx Dominicans. Yeah. Anyways, so we're feeling a little hopeful. We go there. He's like, you can't check in yet. We're like, okay. So then we're all starving. We haven't eaten since last night. Nah, yes. We had to walk <laughs> the streets with big ass luggage. Ended up at some bunk ass like literally bunk ass shit called arkansas fried chicken kansas bitch oh <laughs> same thing right it was, yeah it was horrible it was not good but it was like not the worst okay, thing i've ever had i had to go to the bathroom i had and to it was go through the kitchen scary go to the bathroom after that i didn't want to eat it was she so saw the bathroom and i was like girl you gotta eat i was like no because we haven't like, eaten so like to me i'm like let's just raise our levels up like we gotta we got we're we have a place to stay that's what matters yeah. so it was honestly one of the worst experiences of my life um i'm sorry that story went too long but what i realized the reason i included <laughs> this in our self-care corner uh-huh. is because your girl it ignited her anxiety yeah. and a couple of days prior we had just received great news and i was feeling really great really positive and i was like i feel good all right i feel the best i've felt in months I was like, okay. and i was like wow like i was impressed with myself and it was so quickly that i think it was a lack of sleep and i have just started a new job and like all this other stuff so like i hadn't job i did we'll talk about that later that. shut up thanks shout out to rafa he helped me get it um i didn't help you you <laughs> whatever eva you be you okay thank you um <laughs> but anyways i wasn't i didn't give myself time to breathe i always mm. always always like to be the do everything all the time person and i can do it all and i always have guess what i can't and that's okay it's okay to recognize that we aren't fucking superheroes. We don't have to do everything. You can put your shit away and go to sleep early and get some goddamn sleep. And you can you can give yourself that time. I didn't give myself that time. So then I was fucked up in New York, anxious throughout the rest of the trip. Started having like really, um, what's the word I kept dark using? Thoughts. I had started having dark thoughts. I have dark thoughts, but I also existentialism. I started going crazy into my existence. Just everything you can name horrible at a, about anxiety, your girl had it. And I couldn't enjoy my trip, and it sucked. But at the same time, I learned so much already a week later. So the reason I bring this up for self-care corner is because I want you to really pause. Take a minute. Let yourself take that extra nap. Let yourself take that fucking bubble bath with your essential oils and your meditation video because that helped me a ton. Let yourself fucking cry because I always feel good after a cry and I know I've told you how to cry, but let yourself do it if you really need to do it, especially my fellas. Y'all know I'm pro male tears because you need you don't have to be tough male dude all the time. You don't have to accomplish everything and be the superhero all the time. You need to take care of yourself. Well, and you realized what you needed specifically. I did. Alone time. time. I used to be the biggest extrovert in the world, and now I know I'm not. I'm not. I have to have alone time. It can be the people I love most in the world, and I'm still going to need alone time from you because I need to recharge. So make sure you're doing these things because the world is so scary right now that if you aren't getting that recharge time, I don't know how you're running. Because obviously, everything is building up and you're not allowing it to process. Um, Another thing that I learned with this set of panic attacks I had (laughs) was that your thoughts aren't always true. And it sounds stupid, but sometimes we don't realize 
how much power we give our thoughts and we just let them happen and we assume they're true because they're in our head and we're always right. You talk to yourself more than anyone else in the world. Exactly. So make sure you're saying the right thing. Mm. Boom. So, but also when those negative thoughts or those ugly thoughts ring through your head or run through your head, you don't have to give them power if they're not yours. You know what I mean? Because there are outside influencers and a lot of the things we ingest, we don't even realize it. So take care of yourself, please. These are hard times. And, and I share this story with you because I didn't have anybody who talked about mental health with me growing up. I still sometimes am struggling and looking for someone to talk to. And, and I've had someone lovely like Ari and I have a lovely family and I have, you know, good friends that are that are there and willing to listen. But it's hard. This is a hard time. So make sure you're giving yourself them the moments because sometimes even a fun trip can turn into like the worst moment ever. Um, so that's our self-care corner for this week. Quickly, our brown business of the week is... Dun, dun, dun. You usually do like a dumb drum roll. A dumb roll. Uh, yeah, Whoops. <laughs> Not that. Our brown business of the week is... Candelaria's Bakery. We should have done this one a long time ago you also. So, I don't know the history behind this place. I don't know if you can say a little more than me. Maybe not. If not, let me tell y'all this. I do know one Iris Candelaria who is a superstar running the oh, place. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's a family business. It's a family business. And if, if the family has... if. What Edie's does is any testament to what the family Edie's. I'm sorry doing, if I said it wrong. Then, yeah, then that, that should alone. Let me tell y'all something about this lovely family. The first episode, second episode, the start of this thing. Ooh, yeah. She sent us cupcakes. What? She had a piece in the art show and she sent us cupcakes. If that doesn't speak to how beautiful these people are. Their work is also amazing. Literally, her Facebook is one of my faves because she just constantly posts amazing fucking cakes, and I am that bitch who watches those videos of them being made and stuff. But they're pieces of art, and it's amazing. So you need to su support Candelaria's Bakery, a family-run bakery specializing in colorful wedding, quinceanera, and other special occasion cakes. It is... Wow, you should pay me. It is located, <laughs> excuse me, it is located at 5211 Gus Thomason Road, Mesquite, Texas, 75150. And that is our Brown Business of the Week. As you all know, our, our Grace Space Black Lives Matter art show is quickly approaching on October 6th. You better all be there because it's going to be amazing. We also have the Latino Hustle one-year anniversary party we're going to be at. So you should hit that up. They're a really cool, really cool um, group out in Fort Worth. Yes. And we will be there with our shirts and some other fun things. And you can come talk to us and we can talk to you. We love, we love seeing everybody. We appreciate all the support we've had in Fort Worth. And Latino Hustle is really dope. So that is October 28th at the Fort Worth Black House. We will have a vendor table and again, be sure to come out to Grace Space because that is that's our our main focus right now, and it should be a really dope event. We got to support our artists, support these this movement really as a whole is is something we are very proud of, and we're lucky to have such wonderful followers and listeners. 
Who You Got is our final segment. This is where Pat shits on all of us <laughs> and says, y'all aren't cool because... I never say y'all aren't cool. It's not what you say, it's what you say. Oh, okay. Okay. I think he had a lot to drink, y'all. Mm-hmm. Perfect okay, sense. Thank you. Um, who, you <laughs> who you got with the coco? Here we go. I'm gonna let you finish. Thank you. So, <laughs> shout out to um, our friend Erika because she brought me out to a really great show on her birthday. We need you to clarify because we had an Erika. We did. Are you putting her government name out there? I'm just kidding. It's in her She's Instagram fine. handle. I think she'll love she'll it. Be we it. love she'll you. Be <laughs> so yeah, we went out for her birthday and we went to see Karma del Torres y Los Toscos. They're actually from Colombia. They're a cumbia band. And it was lit. Texas Theater. Texas. La Texas Theater. El Texas. Al Texas. And you, I'm like, I'm not here for the headliner. I, I honestly Play all your know. deep cuts, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome because everybody was dancing. Like, literally the whole night was just dancing with the band. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but the next one I wanted to do was the song, The Common, who I am going to be seeing tonight. Maybe. They uh, are, you're still recording, so good cumbia, luck. <laughs> they're a cumbia <laughs> funk band. Cumbia funk, funk band based in... Oh, funk or punk? Fun- funk and funk? Cumbia, punk, psychedelic funk. Psychedelia. Okay, you lost me. I can't talk anymore. I'm tired. Um, yeah, so they're they're playing tonight in Dallas. They're really cool. They're from L.A. Check them out. Cool. cool. That's who I cool. got. That's who my got. Who's Yippee! My Rafita. All right. So, it, it, I was like a day late on this. Uh-oh. Because I feel like... It was a several of the homies posted this. The Kicksball homies, shout out to Mondo, always sending me music. Shout uh-huh. out to my boy Infrared, Mondo Mezcal. Shout out to the Faded family. Shout out to San Antonio okay. family. Yahweh Guinness. No, but like <laughs> I hadn't heard this album until like I I was like okay, all these different people are hitting me up or sending that I should listen to this album. So I heard Rhapsody's Layla's Wisdom. Oh my uh, God. Papa she just caught the, the Mustang. Yeah, she's, she's looking super at dope. you like it Mustang. But so me and mine, I better dial your Oh my God, who's that? Somebody, I saw I a tweet. And so I saw the tweet. Somebody had tweeted, there's a new, a new power. So you know Kanye had the power song. And so who's somebody Kanye? was like, <laughs> Somebody's like, there's a I'll new, there's a new power, and they were talking. We about call him Thick Yay in this house. With a K dot, but she's also got Busta Rhymes on there. She's got Dang. BJ the Chicago Kid. Yo, but for real, like, oh my God, features. yeah, like lyric features not, though, not, and, for and, real. And, yeah, so she's got some dope features, even on her own though. When you listen to the bars that she has, she will hold it down. I'm mad I haven't listened. No, for I real, like I promise. I promise you. <laughs> Me and Ari like, mm. like, no, no, no. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> oh, my. We moved to South by this past year, and I tried She's, to catch one of her sets. But you going to hijack my who you got? Yes, guess, you know. She's got, no, for real. Like, you listen to some of the things that she says. Like, you listen to some of her bars. They're they're enlightened, but they still got that hip-hop shit. Which where it's is like, what we yo, love. I can fucks with this. 
I'm so, I'm gonna listen on my way home. Please do. Layla's wisdom, Rhapsody, dope, dope shit. I'll Keep check it. it. I have been hearing about Rhapsody. So yeah, no. I didn't know if it was talking about the old website or like. <laughs> I dead ass was like, mm, maybe, no. It's making a comeback. Yeah, it's like, okay, maybe. Coming no, but, uh, <laughs> Peep the album. You'll be, you'll, cool. be, you'll be happy that you did. Um, I was going to, I was going to also give a uh, one woman MC. Carrie Foe. Have I given that? No. Okay. I I have? She has. has. Shit. Did I do that for real? Okay, then I'm going to give it to Ari. I'm going to pass it. Pass. (laughs) Pass. Pass. (laughs) There's another dope female rapper named China. Hey. She's not, like, new, but I just love her. Yeah. look her up. Tell us more. She's just, like, confident as fuck, you know? And she has, like, clever little bars. She's not going to be, like, a conscious rapper, you know? But Same. she's like, no, I'm just kidding. She's really cool. China. <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. Are we about to get rid of I would battle? be a conscious rapper, you y'all. Y'all know I would be. You would be, be called, like, Equality. Bitch! <laughs> Eve quality. Eve quality. Oh my God! Did we We're just come up with a nickname? I, why did I give it to myself? Nobody ever gives Eve them to quality. me. I kind of gave it to you. He didn't. He don't love me. I said forever. You ever. don't even like me, I but you will ever, respect ever. me. You you can say that, but you don't call it that. <laughs> I'm gonna do the little bossy dance. She's I'm like, Boston. <laughs> I'm the first Boston. <laughs> Why did she do that with her arm on the video? And her shoulder, a little shoulder swag. I don't know. Okay, we've like <laughs> shoulder swag. But anyway, swag. China. She's China. Cool. So I just want to let y'all know, it's not that I don't listen to new artists. I'm that bitch that gets stuck on the same album for like three months. She like, I don't know how. to Lemonade. <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> Drag me, ho. I think that's Your title okay. subscription then. Ew, then I don't have title, first of all. I don't know what title, y'all. I make like right. this one playlist and then I just listen to that. I did get Beyonce on uh-uh, vinyl. Which one? Beyonce. No, you did not. Beyonce. Is that, that? I posted that your who it. You got, Beyonce. Kiki. That's a final. Who you got is Beyonce. <laughs> In case you haven't heard of her. H Town. Hold it down. Shout out to Beyonce for going to. Honestly, she's been though. going through it. She's been going for like through 10 it years, so for like forever. So really, power to her. Also, like I know this sounds dumb, but I also like. I feel like we don't. Like, the internet and millennials give a lot of credit to Frank Ocean, but, like, he deserves it from the old people, too. Oh, yeah. Do you feel like, like, you're aging up, really respect him? Damn, he's old. (laughs) No, I... (laughs) Do you feel like you're people? Do you feel like you're fucking grandpa (laughs) ass? Go on, listeners, just so so you know, I'm old as fuck. But I'm saying, like... (laughs) our leader ever. She's like, so how do your people feel about him? For the record. (laughs) Look, we all make mistakes. I am human too, okay? I mean, like, my sister. Like, you know, I grew up. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. You're so cool. You already know. I mean, like, my sister, for instance, like, my older sisters. Stop. You're going to make me feel like shit. She's younger than me. No, she's not. Yes, she's older than you. I'm not talking about Patrick. No, I Susie. She's just older than you. Is she? Yeah. We don't oh, have to okay. put ages on blast, but right, cool. y'all ain't even old. Y'all already know 30s. I love tons of 30-year-olds. Hey. Y'all are like my besties. Still, but what I'm saying I'm, is... You just put a number to my age. Oh, shit. All right, it's all good. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I'm from that Reagan era. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's still drinking. We should have taken the glass yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> no more. Stop. You gotta oh. go home. <laughs> Anyways, I just feel like Frank Ocean should get more love than he does. But I, and I, I fear that a lot of it is because he is open about his sexuality. So I just wonder that. For sure. 
And that's why I bring that up because I'm like, he deserves all of it because I mean, his work is incredible. It's, it's a slow, slow fight, but <laughs> eventually. All right. So that wraps it up for sorry for blasting everyone who you got with the Coco. <laughs> We are now officially wrapping up. Muchas gracias for listening to the 11th episode of De Colores Radio. Signing off from the Oak Cliff Cultural Center, we hope you learned a little something with us. I want to give a huge shout out to Ingrid with Latina.com, a Dallas homie. She's been a supporter, and we are grateful for that, for featuring us on an article about podcasts to listen to, podcasts to listen to as well as Yvette with Hip Latina for also including us in another freaking article. Y'all are so sweet and beautiful. And sometimes I'm like, am I the only person listening? And Ari, like, is that it? And so when I see these lists, I'm like, yo, this is cool. Like, this means so much. But we're honored to be heard, included, and we thank you sincerely. Big thanks to the lovely Ari Edwards for joining us for a bit. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a damn review because we need the reviews. Uh, if you like us, please go just tell iTunes that we're cool because I please. call out people's age sometimes. Yes, Not really. <laughs> But, but stop. Please share it with a friend, your Thea's homegirl, whoever. Let us know what's your favorite part of us. Tweet us or anything. We love hearing from you all. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile Sorry, on I'm all. all <laughs> what? Oh you did not just say that. <laughs> y'all, y'all know he's not old. What I'm is old? old? Who I'm cares? Wise. There's no shame. We're not going to age I'm shame. I'm not old. I'm wise. You are, are you being ageist? I'm right not. Now? I'm not. That's what I just said. I'm not. Oh, okay. Okay. So follow Rafa at Exile. <laughs> Don't choke. He's been a choke. Oh, my God. You okay? Okay. He's being silent because he's choking. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rafa at Exile on social. What the hell did I do? Pat at Pat Aragine on Instagram, all of us on social media. I don't know why I confused that. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening and join us Yo. again next time for The Colores Radio. The, the, the Colores Radio. The, 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 the,